Hi guys, welcome to Dissect and Politics. So, today is Democracy Day in Nigeria, right? Officially Democracy Day in Nigeria. And um, I thought I should talk about some of the things I believe this government should prioritize going into this, uh, this new term. And there are quite a number of them. <coughs> Excuse me. But first of all, right, um, a little bit of history on Democracy Day. So, it... Usually, it used to be May 29, right? Democracy Day used to be May 29 in Nigeria because that was, or that is, the handover slash inauguration day. And so it's sort of befitting for that to be Democracy Day. But there's been a, a clamor, right, for Democracy Day to be moved to June 12 across the country, but especially in the Southwest, right? That's important to note, especially in the Southwest, um, and the reason for this is because on uh, June 12, 1993, um, Nigeria held elections. One of It was widely believed to be the most free and fair elections ever held in the country till date, right? And it was widely believed, it is widely believed, to have been won by M.K. Wabiola, the SDP candidate then. Um, but he was denied his uh, presidency, by the military government then and so after his death and all the things that happened with the uh, country returning back to civilian government and all of that right there's been a gradual clamor for democracy day to be moved to june 12 especially in the southwest and so last year i believe it was president buhari decided to um do this and i think he signed a declaration and i think a bill was moved which was signed recently the bill was signed recently the holidays amendment act or something um, and June 12 was declared the official democracy day for Nigeria. And in my view, right, I, I believe this was a very deft political move because let's not forget that last year was an election year, right? And um, granting this request, this quote-unquote request from the Southwest, in my view, gathered him a lot of votes from the Southwest. I, I believe it was a deft political move. It was obvious but it was a deft political move anyway, in my opinion. But anyways, moving on to what I want to talk about today, right? I, I, as I said earlier, I believe that there are a number of things that this government needs to prioritize going into this new term. And in my view, the first of which is the most obvious, that is insecurity, right? Um, let's not deceive ourselves. Boko Haram has not been defeated, not technically, not morally, not psychologically, not physically. It's not been defeated because we hear news stories week after week of villages being sacked, places being bombed, people being targeted by Boko Haram. Right, And, and there's a cause of this. There's a, there's a reason for this because if we look at the geopolitical region, right, if we look at um, Africa in general, and not just Africa, but also the Middle East in Syria and Iraq, where ISIS has been pushed out, right? A lot of these fighters are coming down to the Sahel region. A lot of them are coming down to places like Mali and trying to restart the jihad fight. 
and with the French troops pushing them back, pushing them out of the country, northern Mali that is, pushing them out of the country, they are moving further and further down south into places like Niger and into northern Nigeria. And um, I, I believe the government needs to do more to stem this flow of illegal fighters, illegal arms coming into the country because it's it's really led to the problem of Boko Haram festering, right? It's, it's something that keeps going on. We, we don't hear a lot about it in the news and, and I would criticize the media for that. We don't hear a lot about it in the news, but Boko Haram is still alive and active, right? And, and not just on Boko Haram, we're also talking about kidnappings, which is on the rise, unfortunately, once again in this country. And we're not just talking about the, the South-South region that was once notorious for the kidnappings, but we're talking about a lot of it happening in the Southwest and the Southeast, in the North, all across the country. It's, it's become so bad that no one is safe. You hear of influential members of, of, of public, people who are in public life, people who are in the public eye being kidnapped. And you think, then what hope is there for the common man? Right, and I believe the new government needs to do more to stem a lot of this, which also dovetails into the issues of banditry in places like Zamfara State and the herders' farmers' clashes are still going on. It, it's subsided; it's sub, it's it's been subdued, but they are still going on. With a lot of these kidnappings being linked to even um, these herdsmen, it, it's 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 a really dire situation when it comes to that that issue right now and. I believe it's, it's it's something the government needs to prioritize going into this new term because security is the backbone of every country's economy. If your country is not secure, people would not invest. If people don't invest, your country would not grow. Which leads me to the second thing I believe um, this government should prioritize, which is unemployment and growth. Right, Un Unemployment in the country right now are at... I would say record highs. We are almost at the 20% margin, if we are not there already. But we are almost at the 20% margin and the growth in the country has stalled. Right, The government needs to do more about this. And I appreciate and understand that the government is doing a lot when it comes to the social in intervention programs or the social investment programs. But these are not enough. You know, giving people 10,000 naira, 5,000 naira, 20,000 naira here and there it's not going to grow your middle class. It's not going to grow your economy. It, it, it would help alleviate poverty for a while, yes, but it would never grow your economy or your middle class. And so I believe the government needs to do more, both at the state level, encouraging, encouraging states to create agencies like the Lagos State Employment Trust Fund that we have in Lagos State, and agencies like that that look out to create entrepreneurship opportunities for people and create employment for people, both at the state and at the federal level, because the economy has stalled and all the indices going into the future are not that great, to be honest, they're not. And so I, I believe the government needs to prioritize economic growth and reduction in the unemployment levels because they're, they're high. They're really, really high. And, and finally, finally, right, in my opinion, I believe the government needs to prioritize protection of civil liberties. Uh, a very sad thing happened recently when the National Broadcasting Commission pulled the license of the AIT, uh, a news program, a news uh, TV station in Nigeria. And it was really sad because it was obvious that 
the pulling of the license, the revocation of the license was political. Now, the issue has been resolved now. They had a meeting and they resolved issues, but it was painfully obvious that it was political. And it is really fearful to see that such a thing can happen without due process in a country like Nigeria. And, you know, I've always said it that when dictators want to test their powers, when tyranny is about to happen, the first casualty is usually the free press because dictators and tyrants cannot tolerate a free press. You know, people speaking freely and criticizing them, they can't tolerate that. And so I, I, I think it was good that there was a lot of uproar and there was a lot of uh, protest and people were up in arms about this. And, and I, I believe this led to the resolution. And, and it just behooves us in this country to be watchful and to always be vigilant because dictators tend to test the waters. You know, they... They step over the line a little bit and see how you take it, you know. And if you say, oh, well, you know, it's, it's not my doorstep, it's just over there. Before you know it, it will be at your doorstep. Um, but to conclude, right, to conclude, not to conclude on a very sad note, but to conclude, I, I, I remain a little hopeful. A little hopeful. There is still that hope, but it's a little. Because looking at this government right now, it's starting off as the last government started off. Slow. There are dire economic needs in this country and things that need to be fixed, both in the security architecture and economically, and this government is still acting slow. Uh, in my opinion, I don't even think we would have ministers named, not confirmed, named by August. That is sad. That, that is just sad. But as I said, there is, there is still a little, a little bit of hope. There's a little bit of hope that we remain vigilant and we keep suggesting and const constructively criticizing the government and saying that they need to do better because they need to do better. But um, these are just my hopes. These are just my hopes for the coming government on this Democracy Day. And um, that's all I have for you on Dissecting Politics today. So thank you very much for listening. Cheers. Mm -hmm.